Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I'm going to dive into morning routines. I still get nervous recording these podcast episodes and especially this one because I care about it so much and I really want it to be beneficial and helpful to you guys and it's such a a personal topic. Um, But I actually went back and listened to an old episode that I recorded, I think called Morning Rituals. It was like episode number 20-something back in 2018 And I absolutely cringed listening to my own voice. So thank you for sticking with me. I feel like my voice has changed and maybe I'm a bit calmer over the years getting older. But um, interesting to go back and and see where it all began. So I'm going to go a little bit in a different direction to that episode. It's still relevant, obviously, but it's um, a different direction in that Over the years, I've been collecting different little rituals and routines and theories and practices that I weave into my day and into my routine and that have been really beneficial for me. They definitely ground me when I'm going through either very stressful periods, perhaps challenged in a personal way. Um, or just feeling unmotivated. So it's been a, a game changer for me in my life. And we're lucky enough to, I'm not going to say sponsored, but have partnered with two of my favorite brands who are helping to celebrate this episode because they're a really big part of my morning routine. And that is Market Lane Coffee and Mocha Master. So for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, you're missing out on my morning routine where most mornings I'm Instagramming, making a beautiful black market lane filter coffee in my mocha master. So I wanted to share that love and that part of my routine and ritual with you guys. So we're very lucky to have Market Lane giving us three months of free coffee club subscription. And that means you get coffee delivered to your house every two weeks. I personally am subscribed to that and I love it. I get a a beautiful bag of filtered coffee delivered to my front door and the lucky winner will also win a Mocha Master of their choice. So the Mocha Master is, comes in all of these really fabulous, fun colors. Um, so whoever wins will get to tee up with Mocha Master the color that they would like. And you'll also win a one hour business coaching session with me to help master your morning routines and your business and your goals. So pretty cool prize giveaway I'm excited about. So um, make sure you head over to our Instagram. We're going to have a competition running the same day that this launches for a week. So you can tag some friends and win yourself that epic prize pack, which is worth over a thousand dollars and will be absolutely delicious for anyone who wins it. All right. So thank you to Market Lane and Market Master for supporting this and for making my mornings fabulous. Um, okay. So let's dive into morning routines, why they're important. I am a really big believer in understanding 
why you want a morning routine because, you know, and I did a lot of study around morning routines and productivity when I was writing my book recently. I felt really passionate about giving the mindset hacks that would complement the business strategy so that you could feel focused and energized and productive to start your day. So I've been doing quite a bit of research and just in my own personal development and my coaches and the books that I read and really passionate about I guess priming our body and our mind for success because without the mind being strong and without your body being healthy, then it doesn't matter what business advice I give you. I can give you the the best ideas. I could give you a really clear to-do list. But if you sit down in front of your to-do list and you are completely overwhelmed and you are doubting yourself, then chances are you're not going to take action. And without the action, then it's just a nice idea on a piece of paper. And what I've come to learn is that a morning routine is the best and most powerful place to start in terms of kicking yourself in the butt and getting up and starting your day with absolute clarity and intention about what you're going to do and where you're going to go and how you're going to do it. So... I did, excuse me, I did a, um, an act, a, a project recently for the Microsoft Surface team who asked me to write some morning routines for a bunch of influencers and successful people that they were working with. And in prepping that, I asked each of these um, big thinkers, dreamers, I guess they're influencers, but they're more than that. They're just good people with big goals. Uh, what are three words as to how you want to start your day? How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? And that's something that I learned from Danielle Laporte, actually, probably 2014 when I started my business. I read her book, The Desire Map, where she helps you to, that pretty much does this process of picking out four words of how you want to feel throughout the year. Um, but I do that most days or, you know, it definitely at New Year's and at my birthday, I'm, I'm constantly got inspiring words around me. But the way that I see it is, you know, and I think I talked about this in my last episode, if you want to go and listen to that older episode, um, apologies in advance for my voice, but the um, th- having those three words is setting your direction for the day. So often, you know, we can, if, if you've experienced a chaotic morning, I definitely have had plenty of them where I don't have a routine and I'm not intentional and clear and grounded and, and I don't create space to start my day with myself. Then my mornings can be dragged in every sort of direction. For me, it feels like I'm playing catch up. It feels like my brain is scattered and that I can't focus on anything. And when I do this practice of how do I want to feel today? It's like setting the bearings in your compass and saying, this is our direction. This is where we're headed. And a lot of the work that I've studied with Dr. Joe Dispenza and neuroscience and neuroplasticity is that what we focus on expands. So when you wake up in the, in each day by taking some time to be like, 
what do I want to feel? How do I want to go about my day? And what is my clear intention? And it doesn't have to be this big, long-winded journal article or anything. It's just before you open your eyes, you know, you're starting to wake up, ask yourself, what is my word for today? How do I want to feel? And what that does in your brain is imagine it's like a spotlight. It's like you're, you're spotlighting, you're telling your brain, this is where we're going. This is our trajectory for the day. This is our compassed reading. This is where we're going. And, you know, we could go really deep into neuroscience here, but what happens is that your brain actually, you bring that front and center. So imagine it's like you're bringing that, those words, those feelings, those emotions of how you want to go about your day to the front and center. It's, it's being prioritized in your brain and you can set that as your direction for the day. And your brain, once you, once you focus on that, your brain will actually start to look for experiences that are going to help to validate that, right? It's looking for more of whatever you're focusing on. So if you wake up and you'll go and you start your day with being like, I'm so stressed. There's not enough time in the day. You know, I, I shouldn't have eaten that pasta last night or, you know, I, I've got so much on or I'm angry at that person then that's what your brain's going to look for. So the subconscious mind is not actually going to argue with you or, 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 or say, no, that's not real. The subconscious mind and your brain, all the unconscious programming that is 95% of your brain's working state that we're not even aware of most of the time is looking for evidence for whatever you're focusing on. So you get the chance at the very start of your day, we each do to say, how do I want to start my day? And what I like to do is pick one to three words. I even write it at the top of my to-do list every, every day. You know, I've got words written all around my house, but what do I want to feel? It might be that you're inspired, productive, focused, happy, joyful, abundant, in love, kind, you know, whatever those words are for you. How do you want to start? So bring that to the front and center and tell your brain that that is where you are going today. Once you're clear on how you want to feel throughout your day and in your life and in your body, then we can start to align our goals to that. And this is something that I do quite often with my coaching clients in that they might say, you know, I'm, I want to start a business because I want freedom or I want to travel the world or I don't want to be working in an office or tied to one city anymore. And then they come to me with a business idea or their current business model and I can really clearly see how it might be out of alignment. So if they want freedom, then perhaps we need to make digital products or ways to to scale online so that you, you're not tied to a certain place. So your goals can start to make more sense here. And I think goal setting over the years, and I've definitely been guilty of this, it can be really easy to make this big long list of dreams and goals and you know can can be swept up in what other people are doing and you know what we think we we should be doing because you know that's the goal that we've always had but mornings are a really good time to check in with those feelings of how you want to feel in your body because at the end of the day it's not necessarily the goal that we want it's how the goal will make us feel so it might be I want to earn five thousand dollars a week 
what is what is the purpose? Why do you want to earn the five thousand dollars a week? Oh, so that I can go on holidays, or I can buy nice things, or I can take my my mum out for dinner, or that I can be a stay at home mum, or whatever it is. So. The goals and the dreams are often coming from how we want to feel. So if we start with how we feel, then we can reconnect with what we're actually going to do throughout the day that is going to align to that and make sure that we're on track. Because I think, you know, this is a bit off topic, but sometimes goals, you know, we can rewrite them over and over again or we can get to the end of the year and see that, you know, we haven't done half of them or we just we look at them and we don't really feel inspired to do them it can be because they're out of alignment of what we actually want for our life and i've been there before i i remember really early on when i started my magazine i was like i'm going to have a big office one day there's going to be 25 people working in there for me and i'm going to walk in and do a morning meeting and then you know all this and when I employed one person <laughs> on my way to that goal, I realized I actually didn't like seeing an office. I didn't like having somebody have to sit there and to find tasks and, and to have that responsibility that I would rather work with people on a contract basis so that we all felt free and autonomous. So for me, it's like when we look at how we feel first, then we can actually start to check in with our goals and our dreams. And the trick here is that a morning routine can actually help you um, activate your willpower to go after these dreams, to prime your body for success, to clear up your mind for creativity and innovation and energy and energize your body to get up and do what needs to be done because otherwise it's just a nice list sitting on your on your desk or in your diary or on your walls and they may never come to life and that is really dangerous place to be because it actually breeds procrastination it breeds overwhelm and it breeds self-doubt so I will dive into some of those strategies that I've implemented and done over the years but it's really good to start with knowing that if you don't already have a morning routine or perhaps your morning routine you want to shift up or that you can feel like you you could do more or that you you want to go bigger with your dreams then the morning routine is a really good place to start but knowing that it could be that you're ready to implement some new habits here and a morning routine can be quite, um, you know, strict or it's going to change how you start your day, whether it's getting up earlier or putting up boundaries or not having your phone in the bedroom. I know that's a tough one for a lot of people to break, but know and trust that it's just a new habit and all new habits take time and energy and repetition and discipline to implement. So for me, that's why I want us to start first and foremost with why do you want to do this? So how do you want to feel? And then that feeling, you know, what is it going to take? What do you have to achieve? What goals do you have in order to, to activate those feelings in your body and to, to get to that place in your life? So there may be a little bit of um, resistance here as you go about shifting things up or or finding new ways of doing your morning so that you can prime yourself for success. And, you know, it, it takes two minutes to, to do a little Google search, less than that, and look at 
successful people and how they started, how they start their day. And you'll see time and time again that the morning is the opportunity to create greatness, to build habits that are going to take you to the next level in your life and in your dreams and in your business and to provide more space for you to be content and present and open to opportunities and, and change and, and innovation and creativity and happiness in your life as well. So there might be some resistance. It might be a little bit hard. I think something that I learnt and I shared with you guys in my podcast episode about writing my book was that I was so clear on my why. I knew that I wanted to get up and one day and walk into a bookshop and see my book on a shelf or that I would be at an event where I could sign books for people or that people would write to me and say, you know, I, um, I loved your book and thank you. It really helped me. And when I got super clear on how I wanted to feel and what that looked like as an image, then it was a no brainer for me to set my alarm at five o'clock every single morning and get up and write, write, write until that book was finished. So that necessarily I wasn't waking up being like, yay, this is fabulous. I love being up in the dark every single day. And, um, but I, I knew why I wanted to do it. And there was days where I was like, got to get up and I felt really clear and I had a, a really good rest. And there was days where it was like, just get to your meditation mat and get to your desk. Like, just do it. Don't even think about it. So sometimes you do have to short wire the, the, the resistance in you that might be like, ah, oh, let's just stay in bed. But staying in bed wouldn't have written the book and wouldn't mean that I would get to sit here this time next year and say that I'm a published author. So when you get super clear on your why, it's less about, oh, I have to do a routine because everyone who's successful has a routine. But it's more like I'm doing this for myself as a commitment to my dreams and my goals. And this is the, the life that I want to design for myself and no one else is coming to design it. So if I don't do this, then I'm going to wake up every day and get the same old of what I've always gotten. All right. Now we know why we're doing it. Well, you guys can sit down and get clear on that for yourself. Let's give you a menu item of some of the things that I've done and that I've researched and read about and implemented that can help you to start your day some of them will vary depending on those three words that you decided at the beginning of this exercise. So, you know, for those of you who are looking to be productive, there's certain elements of, of some of the things that I share that you will want to implement. The trick here is to design something that inspires you. Don't just cut copy somebody else's morning routine and don't try and do it all. My morning routine is different every single day. I don't think that I, I mean, I meditate every day, but sometimes that can be a walking meditation. Sometimes it's listening to mantras. Sometimes it's sitting and journaling. Um, I'm going to give you lots of different examples, but I want you to be sure that this is something that you want to do, that you're going to be able to implement and that inspires you and not necessarily a, I have to do it because you're less likely to implement it and stick to it. And it's probably not going to serve its purpose if you're just doing it for the sake of, well, this is, you know, that routine that Kayleen told me to do. 
Okay, first things first, your body will do what your mind tells it to do. That's from Dr. Joe Dispenza, but it's based in neuroscience. So often I think as humans, we're like, oh, I don't feel like it today. But the feeling is a result of a thought that you've already had. And I won't go too far into this because I don't feel qualified. But if you'd like to study this, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Also, he has Supernatural was a really good book. I'm Loving Limitless by Jim Quick at the moment. And um, The Buddha's Brain was pretty powerful in teaching this stuff as well. But what they've now realized is that the thought alone is what what where it all starts so our actions are actually the end product of whatever our thoughts were which then became a feeling in our body which then becomes an action so by starting your day with a thought so those words on how you want to feel the thinking you're setting yourself up for your body to then respond to your thoughts And this is the whole thing that I go on about all the time, which is that this, when you flip that on its head and you go, okay, what are my thoughts telling me? What are my emotions, you know, playing out in my body and in my actions? You actually have to then take responsibility that whatever you're experiencing in your life is a a result of your thoughts and you are the only one who can change that. And it's really hard to catch your thoughts. You know, they're running 24 seven in your brain. The untethered soul is another really great book for this stuff in, in understanding how much our, our brain is just thinking, thinking, thinking. So one of the most powerful things you can do to catch your thoughts is to stop and be still in the present moment. And if it's right for you, you can try meditation, but all of those practices are as simple as stopping and becoming aware of what your mind is telling you. So then you can actually rewire that. You can rewire your thoughts so that your body goes in a different direction. How I like to do this is obviously when I first wake up, come being really clear about how I want to feel in my day. I personally then do a guided meditation by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And that varies from, you know, creating new potentials or, you know, being still in the present moment. Um, sometimes I just listen to like yoga chanting music, but the whole idea is that I'm stopping and becoming aware of my thoughts and not just letting the program run. And then I guess one of the, you know, and it, it's often perceived as a dirty word, which is like affirmations or, um, and then maybe that's just my experience, but um, affirmations are simply just strong, clear statements that you are feeding to your unconscious mind. So what I have been doing for years and I do with my clients and I did with the Microsoft influencers is to write out what you want to feel and experience and be in your life and put it up somewhere. So whether that's on your screensaver on your phone or your computer, or I personally write at the top of my to-do list, I also write it on my mirrors, um, everywhere you, I go, like I pick up a piece of paper and they're strong statements. So a few tips around this is that you want to say, 
I am so that you're bringing it into the present. It's not this far off thing that you're trying to obtain. It's already here. It already exists. And you're telling yourself, I am confident. I am abundant. I am uh, focused. I'm energized. I am productive. Um, my life flows with ease. Business comes to me without too much work. Like, actually, that one's a bit lame, but like business flows with ease, I think is one of the ones that I often do. Um, but have that really clear written out somewhere that you can see it and read it every single day. And what actually is happening when you see and read those affirmations is that it's going into your brain and you're giving your brain that as a reference. So just like I said, the spotlight before, it's actually feeding your brain. So I've probably talked about this before, but imagine that your brain, your subconscious mind has a light, is a library. That's what it is. It's a library of memories, things that you've read thoughts, feelings, experiences. It's, it's one big filing system. So every time that you read that affirmation, every time that you say it out loud or you see it and, you know, often what we don't even realize is that even if it's written at the top of your to-do list or it's on your mirror and after a while you forget that it's even there um, and you maybe you just kind of skim over reading it, but it's adding that as a reference guide to your brain. So then when your brain goes about your day, and it's looking for how it's going to interact. It's looking for opportunities. What you've fed it, so I am abundant or I am productive, is actually going to find evidence and references and experiences that are going to make that happen. I hope that makes sense. Um, but it's, it's imagine just that you're keeping a spotlight on that statement. So I'm abundant. I'm abundant. I'm abundant. Your brain is highlighting and it's not letting it go, you know, to the back. It's the same as like, Oh, I'm, I suck at this. You know, I'm really bad at that or I'm never on time. Then your brain is actually looking for references and experiences that are going to, to make that true, that statement true. So affirmations are a way to bring how you want to encounter the world, how you want to be, and bring that to the front and tell your brain, hey, we're abundant. Like find abundance around me today or find um, evidence in my brain or, or references in my brain that are going to make me abundant. Um, it's a, a really good example of this is when you say, I can't, I can't do something, then your brain's never going to say, oh, come on. Yes, you can. Like here, look, we, there's, here's all these times where you have done it. Your brain's going to say, okay, we can't. Great. Well, move on. I've got, I've got like billions of pieces of other information to process today. So I'm not going to argue with that. So the, the subconscious mind is a servant to whatever you tell it. So start your day with telling it what you do want. Something that I've been practicing a lot actually lately is um, taking my attention off what I don't want. So often it can be really easy to dwell on the past or to, you know, to really stew on something that didn't work or to what somebody once said that hurt your feelings. And what Joe Dispenza talks about, um, he's got a really good talk called Out of the Box um, or Changing Boxes, something like that. I'll have a look for it and see if it's online somewhere where you might be able to watch it. Um, but 
pretty much it's like when we when we wake up and we focus on what we've what's not working in our life imagine like you're you're tying yourself to that situation you know you're 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 giving all of your energy to the, to the negative to what didn't work and instead what you can do is actually and i've been practicing this is like imagine just drawing your energy back imagine drawing all of those that focus and energy that you're giving to what you don't want in your life and drawing it back into you and then redirecting that energy to what you do want so you have the ability to determine where you spend your energy throughout the day and what you're going to focus on and see if you can start catching the moments in your life where you're giving energy and you're giving focus to the things that you don't want in your life and just as a little experiment, practice catching it. And even if um, it's really painful and you feel like you need to process it or talk about it, um, see if you can just stop yourself in that moment and go, why am I giving this energy that's not actually what I want? And what do I want? And what if I, what would what would happen if I focused on that? And see if you can redirect your energy and just see how your energy shifts and changes and, and how your life might start to play out differently. I know for me, it, it feels like a relief. It feels like I actually get a flood of energy back into me and I'm more clear about what I do want. And then I'm able to, to go after that, which actually feels better in my body long term. All right, so I'm going to dive into a few different science-based um, things that you might like to include in your morning rituals and routines and design it however you want. It might be different every day. You might do a couple of them. You might do one. Um, you might do none at all, and that's okay. Okay, so some of the stuff that I studied when I was writing my book is gratitude. Again, it can be like, oh, a gratitude journal, that's really nice. But science has proven that have people who who can hold gratitude in their body, so being grateful, um, lowers the levels of stress in their body. It makes them more resilient and less reactive. So think about that. If you're more resilient, so you're able to handle the ups and downs of life, you are lowering your stress levels and you're less reactive, then chances are you're more likely to find solutions in your business. So we all know that life doesn't always go to plan and, and shit goes wrong and, you know, we can really get caught up in emotions. Um, but if you're able to, um, to reduce some of that stress, then you're more likely to spend your time and energy finding solutions and seeing opportunities, being more creative and innovative in your business. So gratitude can look like, you know, just making a list. You might want to journal it out of, okay, what am I grateful for? It might be running water. It might be, you know, your pet jumping into bed with you or your daughter waking you up with kisses or whatever it might be, being held by your lover. There's so sunshine. I know for me, I'm just like, yes, when I see sunshine and blue sky, I'm like, it's going to be a good day. Um, so what are the things that you're grateful for? It's not just a like, you know, a nice little thing to do that's a bit woo-woo. It's, it's actually going to change the chemicals in your body and set you up to be more um, resilient in your day. And when you're able to handle the stresses and the ups and downs, then you're actually able to channel 
you know, opportunities. And, you know, when you, when you're in that creative space, then you're able to make bold decisions and back yourself and, um, and see new ways of doing business or opportunities to make more money or to collaborate or whatever it might be. So the trick here too is like, be present with it. Don't just like rattle off, like, you know, whatever, same old, same old, like really just stop and tune in. And even if you just think about it, like feel the gratitude in your body. Like there's a difference, you know, when um, somebody's like, oh, tell me something nice about me or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're a good person. And you can tell that it's just kind of like thrown at you. But somebody who really stops and breathes and says, I really value this about you or whatever, um, you can you can feel the chemical change in your body when you have that gratitude and um you're actually really truly present with something that you're grateful for so that's one way of of starting your day and and changing the chemicals in your body another one that I love to do is after I do my meditation is I sit and write out my goals and what I'm doing so sometimes it's consolidating like the 50 different pieces of paper that I have everywhere and the journals that have goals left right and center but for me goals are and there's also been times I'll just say this because some of you might be there where I've had to take all my goals off the walls because I'm like I can't it's actually more beneficial for me to be in the present moment and be grateful right now for what I do have rather than always striving and being ambitious. So it definitely changes over, you know, whatever's going on in your life. But I like to, I like to set big goals. So I have folders in my inbox where I'm, you know, watching and seeing what other people are doing or what brands might be doing. Um, you know, blogs that are inspiring me, you know, maybe somebody, that I follow is just launch a really cool video series. So I save all of those things into a folder in my computer. I also have, you know, websites saved. I have screenshots of cool things that I've seen that are keeping like a bank of creativity and ideas so that when I sit down in the morning and it's not every morning, but on the days that it works for me, I can look at all of those references and start designing something for myself and coming up with new ideas for my business or ideas and things that I want to evolve and grow into. And I think creativity and clarity comes much easier for me in the morning. And I know that's not for everyone, but that's my space before I've opened emails, before I've checked social media, before I've gotten on a phone call or, you know, called my mum back or, or done too many, you know, analytical tasks. I actually try to stay in a bit of a creative space and, and come up with new ideas. And I think, you know, that's a really big part of success in business is, and I've seen it time and time again in the people that I've met and that I admire and that I work alongside is that they're always coming up with ideas. They're always got their eyes open and wide and intrigued and, and thinking creatively about what's next or what else can they do or how can they be of service to more people in their community. So a really, um, good strategy to do in the morning is carve out space to think of what's next or what you could do and see if you can kind of take your blinkers off before, you know, it's 
we've all been there before where you open your inbox and then all of a sudden you're, you're putting out fires or you're, you're looking at a spreadsheet or paying invoices or, or doing something for somebody else's dream rather than taking time out to design your dreams. Another really good thing to incorporate into your morning routine is um, a mood board. So similar to how we talked about affirmations as a way to feed messages to your unconscious brain, a mood board or if you're really into um, creativity, Dura Dispenza actually talks about mind movies in his Supernatural book and I think he's got some resources on his website for that as well. But again, it's images of how you want to think, feel, be in your life. And for me, I made my mind movie and I talked about this in my book podcast was my mind movie was me walking on stage to hundreds of thousands of hundreds of people and selling thousands of books. And that was before I had my book deal. That was before I had, you know, I've been on stage in front of hundreds of people. It that was the images that I was feeding my brain. So again, it's you want the images to be a collage of what's inspiring for you. It could be that you, you know, a beautiful house by the ocean or a family or being on stage or a car or a certain, you know, possession that you would like to own or um, maybe it's just words about how you want to feel. But the trick is to make it inspiring so that it activates emotion. You want to be able to look at that that mood board and feed those messages to your subconscious mind and say, start looking for these experiences in my life because that's how your brain works. Whatever you tell it to do, it will start to, to find and seek out. So a mood board, if you're visual like that, then making a mood board that is um, full of imagery that is going to spark emotion. And I think what I've learned over the years, like I learned about mood boards and affirmations and all those things years and years ago. And as um, it's evolved in my life, I've realized that the times where my mood board has worked is when I have um, been really emotional about it. I've felt the feelings as if it's already happened. I've walked myself through a day in the life of my dream life, in my dream career, in these wild experiences, my beautiful house, all of those things. And it comes from feeling the emotion in your body. And what science has proven is that when you feel an emotion in your body and we're as mammals, we're the only ones, we're the only mammals who are actually able to imagine and to dream into a future. And if you think about it, like dreaming into a future is actually time traveling. Like you're, you're taking your brain into a future experience and it's wiring your neuro pathways to believe that that to, to store that as a memory and it doesn't know whether it, it's happened or it doesn't ha- it hasn't happened but it's now part of your neuro pathways to feel abundant to feel joyful to feel in love to feel powerful confident whatever it might be so a mood board is a really nice way to reference uh, to give your body your brain those references I personally have just moved house and I did a month ago, I did a list and said, this is what I want for my house, my new house when I was house hunting. And I wrote it all out and I put it up on my wall. Something that I learned in personal development is that um, 
you can, uh, when you write your dreams and your goals and your mood board and your affirmations, to put them in an elevated space so that they're above eyesight, so that you're looking up to them. You feel inspired. It's not like, you know, you're not going to miss them. You're going to, they're going to grab your attention. But, um, on my mood board, I wrote that I would have, be living in this dream house, um, by a certain date and it was two days after the date and I was getting the keys to everything that was on my on my list so it does work and it's amazing and I highly recommend it but you have to attach emotion to it so that you feel connected to it you can't be you can't you know look at it and be like oh yeah yeah like that'll happen you have to be like I'm getting that and I'm walking into that life one day Okay, some other cool things that I researched for my book and also for um, the influences that I just wrote for is to dance. Um, dancing actually elevates your heart rate and it releases all of the good chemicals, so oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. So even if you just move your body and just put a banging track on or a funny YouTube song um, I don't know, whatever lights you up. If you do it with other people in your house, um, my, when I was staying with my friend before I had my house, we would, um, <laughs> both really stressed with work on certain days and we'd just get up and dance together and just, you know, do a funny dance or just put a, put a fun tune on. But what's actually happening is that you're releasing all of the, the brain chemicals that are going to elevate your mind and your body, your heart rate. And once you like dopamine, for example, is the chemical that's actually going to spur you on to achieve. It activates your willpower in the morning. So, um, if you've got a, a fun track that you can get up and move your body to, um, maybe another really good thing with morning routines is it might be that, you know, you do have kids or you have to get to work really early um, a good way to hack your body and your brain and your mind and, and get the chemicals moving through your body that are going to spur you on in the day is that you might put that song on when you're commuting to work or that you're, you know, getting your kids ready for school or whatever it might be. Um, but a, a quick, fast way to hack yourself, your, your biology and your body and, and activate you in the day. I highly recommend checking out, um, groove therapy. I did some work with Vanessa a few years ago and um, she's got dance classes that she hosts in Byron, Sydney and I think Melbourne. Um, but on her website, they've got some really fun um, tracks on their on a Spotify playlist. So check those guys out. Um, okay, this is something that I definitely do every single day and that I, I committed to 2014 when I started my business and it was to drink my coffee with intention every single day. So I hate getting a takeaway coffee and being on the fly. Like for me, I, I genuinely enjoy the taste of coffee and a big shout out to Market Lane. If you haven't already tried their coffee, like you will not taste anything else like it. And that's why I'm so excited to give somebody three months worth of this coffee. Um, but I love making my coffee. And actually since um, coming across Market Lane Coffee, I actually went to one of their brew classes um, to make learn how to make filter coffee at home. And it's been really beautiful for me to 
use the making of my coffee as a way to start my day. So it's become a bit of a ritual where I, you know, I get up and I grind my coffee and I, uh, and I filter, like run it through a filter process. I now use the Mocha Master, um, but I used to use the V6, V60 pour over method. Um, and it's just a really, it brings me into the present moment. I can't be on my phone when I'm doing it. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm doing that. And then I always aim to sit and enjoy it presently. So I love having a nice coffee cup and enjoy every sip of it so that I'm there. I'm, I'm being present with my thoughts. Maybe I'm reading a book. Um, but I try not to, to do it on the run. And, you know, if you are somebody who's quite busy and perhaps maybe you don't have time for a 40 minute meditation or to journal or to dance, um, using everyday tasks, like if, if you always have a coffee in the morning, then why not use that as your meditation practice? Why not use that to not be on your phone or listening to anything and, and just be fully present in that? And a lot of habit building advice talks about anchoring habits or new routines to everyday tasks that you have to get done. So it could be, you know, um, okay, when I make my coffee, I'm going to be totally present for that 15 minutes. And that's a way that you can incorporate an intentional practice into your morning rather than sit and scroll your phone or um, grab something on the run and, you know, you, you've, you get to work and you've spilt it or you don't even remember drinking it or what it tasted like. So um, something that has been really beautiful part of my everyday and that I really protect is my morning coffee. And if I have to be somewhere early or I have commitments, I always make sure I get up with enough time to do that, even if it's a 6 a.m. flight or meeting or somewhere to be. Um, I'm up with enough time to to do that. It's It's been really vital for me. I've recently come across Wim Hof, and I think we've talked about him a few times. He's the cold shower guy. He's the, he's the ice bath guy. Um, I researched why it's so good, and I'll suggest that you guys, if it's of interest to you to, to dive deeper, he's got a really good YouTube video um, about ice baths and an amazing story as well. But um, cold showers activates willpower. So, like, no one wants to have a cold shower in the morning, right? But having a cold shower, you're actually telling yourself, I can do this. It's going to be a little bit painful, but I can endure it. And that's actually training yourself to do things that are uncomfortable, which is very necessary in business. It's very, there will be plenty of times where you're like, I really don't feel like doing this. But by doing it, you are giving yourself an example of how capable you are. So cold showers will activate that willpower and determination. It also changes up your chemistry in your body as well. So it increases your alertness and it reduces stress. Um, and there's a bunch of other amazing chemicals in how it, like you think about it. And this is why I do it every morning. I'm either having a cold shower or jumping in the ocean now that it's almost summer. Um, but it, when you hit that coldness, um, your whole body wakes up. Your, every cell in your body is like, whoa, we're here. So it, it's a really fast way and easy way 
to turn your whole body on and tell it that we're alive and we're well and we're here and we're doing this. So there's some other really cool facts in there about how it actually activates healing um, mechanisms in your body as well. But that's a whole nother episode. Check out Wim Hof if you want that one. One of my favorite things to do, and I think this is maybe because I'm a little bit competitive, but is to plan the night before. So I never, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, um, I never go to bed without cleaning my desk the night before, rewriting my to-do list, throwing away notes and things that I've achieved or that are no no longer relevant, and putting everything in place so that when I wake up the next day and I've done my morning routine, I'm ready to hit go. And there's a few things that I love about this is first, I think it's a, an advantage. So, you know, as the competitive me, it's, it's almost like a head start, right? Everyone else is waking up to be like, okay, yeah, what am I going to do today? And they're using some of their brain power already to, to try and get some clarity around what they're doing. Um, whereas I've already told my brain the night before what's on tomorrow. I've already looked at my to-do list and, and I'm actually, you know, I don't, my theory around it is that I'm going to bed with my brain already starting to figure out how the next day is going to work. And sometimes by doing that process, I even have dreams or ideas where as soon as I wake up, around some of the dreams and goals that I have or cool opportunities or things that I remember. So, um, yeah, you're kind of telling your brain the night before, getting a head start on the next day, and it means that by the time you sit down at your desk, you already have that sense of clarity about what needs to happen today. Okay, this is going to be one of my favorite ones and something that I learned from Jim Quick, which is to... Uh, fill your brain with references, with stories, with examples, uh, with information uh, to, to upskill, to grow, to evolve. So that could be reading a book. It could be listening to a, a, a podcast. It could be, I don't know, um, yeah, probably those two things. <laughs> Maybe having a conversation like a, a networking meeting or going to a talk or, or watching a YouTube video. Um, But you want to feed your brain more references, more ideas. This was vital for me in my book writing process. I thought it would be counterintuitive, like it it wasn't going to be helpful to read other people's books when I was writing a book because I was like, oh, my God, like there's already so many words swirling around in my head. But reading and giving my brain information actually makes you smarter, obviously. (laughs) Um, But it gives you brain more information to reference. And, you know, I kind of think of it as like more parts of the jigsaw puzzle that it can start to weave it all together. And, you know, as I'm learning about productivity or the, the quantum physics or neuroscience or meditation practices, I feel like my brain is, you know, is kind of conjuring up what what I'm going to teach or giving me ideas and it's just there's more information in there for me to reference and to to evolve and to grow and to eventually teach as well. So fill yourself up and what I love about podcast stories and I think you know I love interviewing people is because 
you're you're actually providing yourself with evidence of what is possible. So if you've got a dream or a goal that you want to achieve, one of the first things that you should do is go and find somebody who's achieved it, whether it's read their book or listen to their story or have a coffee with them, hire them as a coach, whatever you want to do, but go and learn that story because it means that you can look at that and go, okay, that can be done. Now my brain knows it can be done. I'm get, like, I'm going to do it. What's stopping me? So fill your brain up. And a really good way to anchor this one in, which is a hard practice, I'm sure for all of us is, uh, to replace it with scrolling your phone. <laughs> I know that in Instagram can be really addictive and it's designed to be addictive and you kind of want to catch up or it's just an easy thing to grab and go. Every time you go to grab your phone and scroll, you know, especially first thing in the morning, I suggest that you go, nah, I'm going to pick up a book instead. I'm going to put a podcast on instead. I'm going to do something that's going to upskill me. And the more that you can upskill yourself, the more that information and knowledge that you're adding, the more likely you are to beat things like self-doubt and procrastination. Because if you don't know something, there's plenty of ways to get out there and learn it and to figure out the roadmap to get to where you want to go. And you can't do that by looking at other people's lives. You can't do that by, you know, Instagram is, is just memories. It's past stuff. And if you're wanting to, to change your life and to build a new career and to go bigger with your goals, then you're going to have to look forward into the unknown, into infinite possibilities, into new ways of doing things. Um, you know, fill up your brain, upskill yourself so that you can keep evolving, you can keep changing, you can keep growing, you can keep expanding. Um, but you can't do that by scrolling the past. It's just going to like, I don't know about you guys, but when I spend too much time on Instagram, it's addict, it like it, that's why it's a scroll because you just, it's endless. They, they're designed to keep you on there longer. Like, you probably had the experience where you're like, whoa, I'm really far down this rabbit hole and I don't know how I got here and my eyes are starting to hurt and I feel like I've been in a trance and not really sure of what's going on around me. And that that is the same, you know, programming that they they want you to have and it's the same as being on a pokies machine, that it's addictive, that you stay there, that you get, you know, the little hit when you dra- when you swipe down and it kind of like refreshes and the little flashing comes up saying that you've got likes or an inbox or whatever. So cut that out because it's a drain and a waste of your energy and it's a record of the past and instead try practicing implementing learning instead. Okay. I think that's, we've covered quite a lot and, um, I'm not even sure how long this podcast has been going for, but, um, there's lots in here. There's being creative in the morning, rising with the sun, you know, for me, um, getting up with the sunrise is, um, can be really hard, (laughs) but there's something about sitting and watching the sunrise that makes where I watch it go from dark to light 
and realizing how powerful that light is, realizing how strong that sun is to just light up this whole sky and, you know, to give energy to this planet that makes me feel powerful, that I'm, I'm sitting and reflecting and going, wow, look, you know, look how the sun rises every single day and it's a new day and it's so full of power. Um, and for me, it's like finding ways in nature that are reflecting back to you what is possible, you know, what you can achieve, what, who, who you, uh, who you are and, and, um, what you're capable of. So for me, the sun does that rising with the sun. I also have just ordered a book, which I'll keep you posted on about, um, all of these scientists who have started researching the power of being near the ocean. So if that's something that you have, um, access to, um, the ocean is full of energy and there's a study that has just proven that sitting and being near the ocean or in the ocean activates the same state of meditation. So, meditating sitting and being still in meditation is not the only way to create that sense of calm and clarity and open-mindedness um in your body things like you know being in nature or being in the ocean you know elevating your emotions through dance or gratitude are all ways that you can um start to to activate your body or prime yourself for success and I'm a really big believer in doing whatever I can to get the most out of this human experience and to making sure that, you know, if I have these big dreams and goals that I'm giving them my everything and I'm always looking for ways to improve and to grow and to to harness more of my power and my energy and my focus and to upskill so that I'm I'm giving everything that I have towards my my end goal. And I highly recommend that you guys do the same and start with a morning routine. And I say it time and time again that you are the only one responsible. We're each and every one of us is responsible for how our life is playing out and what we do and don't accept and receive and achieve in this lifetime. So if you do feel like you're sitting there and you're like, I want more or I can be better or you know, I'm feeling unsatisfied, um, then starting by crafting out a little routine for yourself in the morning and using some of these habits to hack your, your brain and your mind and your energy levels, um, can be a really empowering way to upskill and to, and to, to put yourself in a position to become the master of your life and the, and your craft and your creativity. So, I hope that helps. I just, one more that I just saw a note on that I thought would be, um, is, is really good one that Brene Brown talks about a lot, which is to play and to do things for the sake of just doing things for, for, to have fun and to not necessarily have to have an outcome or to win, which I, for me is very hard. Um, but, They've now, and I think Gifts of Imperfection is her book, um, around this. And she talks about how there's done, they've done a bunch of research into playing and being creative just for the sake of it, um, activates innovation and creativity in your brain. So 
take time out, whether it's that dance in the morning with your kids or, you know, a really good one that I've always loved over the years is to, to get out and be in the garden with your pets in the morning and just watch them play and be present and play back with them. Um, or, or kids or nieces or nephews or, you know, surf or play, play a sport, whatever it might be. But do something where you just get to have fun and you just get to, to lose yourself. It could be painting or, um, yeah, something that, that's playful, but it, it will open your mind to opportunities and to, to innovating in your business and to being more creative. My final word of advice is to know that this could be a long process, but repetition is key. I've said it before, if you don't do something about this in the next three days, you probably won't do anything about it. And that's just motivation. Like, you know, people who procrastinate go, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. If there's one thing that you heard in here today that you're like, oh, yeah, that that feels right for me or I'm going to give that a crack, um, then have a crack at it within the next three days because then that starts your repetition. And you might not get instant results. You might not feel totally amazing. Um, but you know that you made one small promise to yourself and you stuck to it. And that is, that is more powerful than having this really strict, crazy routine that you never miss a day on. But making one promise a day, doing one thing that is a commitment to yourself, a commitment to, to priming yourself to success. And don't wait for the outside environment to, to feed it back to you. You know, it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, once, you know, once my kids sleep through the night, then I'll do it. Or, you know, when I'm, when my partner doesn't stay over or once I've finished this big project, it's like we're looking for the outside environment to, to change so that we can then create space for ourselves. But the reality is that we have to, it, change comes from within. Change, change comes from your thoughts and your commitment to yourself and the actions and the habits that you implement, not what the environment allows. And once you change from that inside, then you actually start to change your environment. So you start to, to put up boundaries or you, you, people respect you and know not to interrupt you during that time or, you know, nobody calls you or expects you to email back before 10 a.m. Um, so then your outside environment begins to respond to what you're doing and you're directing and telling your life and your body and, and the people around you of how you start your day. Okay, I hope that helps. Let me know how you go. Head over to Instagram and win yourself a Mocha Master and some Market Lane Coffee and a business coaching session with me and – let it me know how you go with these morning routines. Were they helpful? What's stopping you? Is there any more information you need? I feel like I could have gone on for another hour, but I won't burden you with that. Um, thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the episode.
thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.